0: The Rights Ricky Sanchez podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook by using promo code RTRS and brought to you by L.L. Pavorsky Jewelers, where Right Ricky Sanchez listeners and members get engaged. Big Barker therapeutic dog beds. Get yours at bigbarker.com slash Ricky and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. The official sponsor of the Corner 3 newsletter, which comes out Thursday. Get the vodka at statesidevodka.com. Get the newsletter at uh, rightsrickysanchez.com slash newsletter. On the show today... Mike becomes just another number. Um, He's also teased that he has two stories to tell, quote. Um, Some more proposed Ben Simmons trades, a message from Ben and Rich Paul to the Sixers about his trade value, and perhaps some leftover non-sports topics we never got to from the last pod. Finally, we pour out a little bit of liquor for the Al Horford trade exception. Um, I mentioned stateside. The Party Pack is once again available for the stateside vodka sodas. The Party Pack, I keep saying, Party Pack is two of each flavor. Black cherry, orange, pineapple, lemon, cucumber, mint. Two of each. Made with stateside vodka, sparkling water, real fruit juice, no added sugar, no artificial sugar or no no artificial flavors, 95 calories, two carbs, no gluten. Go to statesidevodka.com while it's still warm out an 8 pack a party pack go get yours without any further ado amos and the chef laddie sweetie the man is here
1: Whoa! say the name i say the
0: name i say the name we will write y'all Welcome to the Right Ricky Sanchez podcast. I'm Spike Eskin, along with the old ball and chain, the a man who has taken just another number, 236 to L.L. Pavorsky. That is Mike Levin. Hi, I'm engaged.
1: You're I engaged. have proposed. It has been accepted, agreed upon in principle. Mm-hmm. Um. And, Does that mean there's still some details to work out? Oh, Just there's n- so many details to iron right. out. A mm-hmm. lot to come. Um, but, yes, did go to L.L. Pavorsky Jewelers, absolutely. And realized that had I not gone to L.L. Pavorsky Jewelers, I would have been murdered by an unruly mob. Yeah. Can <laughs> you
0: imagine? It would have
1: been bad because... And- Many people said very nice things in response to the engagement, which is very nice. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, but a lot of people threateningly like, yo, fucking tell me you went to LL. A lot of like, come on or else. And so <laughs> I'm glad that I did. Um, I now live my life in fear of uh, the mob of Ricky listeners and obviously middle <laughs> schoolers that Zoe was referring to. Um, yeah. Yeah. And but it worked and it was great and as we'll I'm sure talk about in the uh, LL ad to come
0: uh, a delightful experience. Well, I mean this is the LL ad, so I mean like uh, yeah, I mean like I mean he's been working toward this to being the the lead story because he I did not buy my engagement ring from LL because my engagement happened uh, prior to our relationship with LL. But fraud. I could just imagine a, a total fraud fraud. ring, fake ring, a- absolutely. Count. Absolutely. My my it it turned it's already turned green a few times. We had to scrape scrape the green off. I I was just thinking about if you hadn't bought it from LL, how I would have just I would have had to have known that. That way I wouldn't ask you, but we would have just ignored it on the pod and just the uncomfortable amount of (laughs) tweets and emails we would have gotten asking that we address it. Just congratulations. So you did it at, at well, okay. So I mean, did, you were there, you had to be there in person. Did you pick it up when you, I don't know if you want to give these details, when you were in town like a, a month ago for the wedding? Is that when no, you picked up? No, didn't do oh, that. Yes. Thought about it, um, but didn't do that. He ended up
1: uh, mailing it out. Oh, wow. Uh, mailed it to, because we obviously just moved. And so uh, I still, I go to work in person. Alyssa, her writer's room is uh, Zoom. So um she knows every fucking inch of this place Mm -hmm. and if there was a ring anywhere in it she would have known its whereabouts um so i was like not gonna mess with that not gonna risk that so i had it sent to sadly one of the more responsible people in my life john gonzalez Mm. um and uh and john took care of it and ll was great about it and everything but we had already Alyssa. And I I don't know if this is the case for every couple. Obviously, everybody has their thing. I wouldn't trust myself to just pick out a ring and be like, I got it. My first ever purchase of this thing that I won't wear. I know, like, I'm locked in right away. No, I have no idea. So back in December 2019, uh, pre-pandemic, I was in Philly. Me and Alyssa picked out a ring together. We didn't intend on picking it out that day. I think it was more of just like a, let's see. Look it out. See what he's got. Uh, Dip our toe in, but ll was ever the salesman but not in a pushy way i should say um very everything was great it was i have no absolutely no complaints and it was he was very nice and we picked we found the ring that was right for us and he's the best and she's happy and we're happy and it's all very good
0: when when i went and bought the ring my wife had not picked it out but she had told her cousin exactly what she wanted so of I course. just there's got to be at least yeah. at least that has to be factored in but yeah i didn't tell
1: anybody I didn't tell you, I didn't tell yeah. any, I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell, I didn't cause you don't know. You never know what wrinkles are going to go in there. So I don't want to tell everyone like it's happening on this day and then for it to be like bungled or, uh, anything like that. So I, uh, so I just tried to stay as flexible as possible. I had a fantasy football draft that morning after I did the, the podcast. Um, so it was a very eventful day already. Um, and yeah, and then it uh, it all it all worked out. It was good. Did you guys? <laughs> I can't. I was gonna say, did you guys
0: make out afterwards?
1: Yeah, we made <laughs> out. that's no, it's a great question. It's a great question. We did make out. I made out. Alyssa's first. Alyssa, Alyssa had said before there were a lot of like uh, um, parameters of like what not to do. There was more what not to do than more what to do, which I think is mm-hmm. helpful. Um, She wanted me to figure it out on my own, but also didn't want it to be a disaster. Yeah. But there were several times over the course of our relationship, we've been dating uh, for almost six and a half years, um, where either she or people were like at a, either a Philadelphia sporting event or a specifically Ricky event, mm-hmm. uh, were like, are you proposing? And right. the answer was always, no, I am not going to propose at, my own podcast <laughs> event ever. And she felt the need to reiterate that a bunch of times. I wouldn't do that, but she asked and I feel like got plenty of other listeners when I met with them also asked at the uh, back then and everything. So didn't happen. Sorry to them for spoiling that show, but it was just for us. And so when I did propose to her, she was like, are people here? Like are so, is someone like jumping out of the bushes or something? And it was, no, it's just, it just us. Is it a bit? Nobody else. Romantic. Little little song dance, not actually dance, but a little a little presentation action um,
0: but no 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 massive spectacle I've one one final question, but I did want to look this up. so when I was dealing with my wife's cousin Julia to find out what ring she wanted, I put her name in as a different name in my phone in case my my wife saw me texting her cousin it wouldn't make of any course. sense and the name i don't know if you could see this is still in there as kevin Cobb um <laughs> eagle. And it's still in there, is that. Uh, did you get down on one knee? Yes. Okay. All right. Good. Well done. Right. Absolutely. There, there is a little room for tradition, I think. So Yeah, a
1: little. And I call. I had called her mom a couple days before. Yeah, you um, got to. You got to let Absolutely. Her. Yeah. You're making, making everything happen in that way. So the story that I was talking about
0: um, well, is... Before, before you do, L.L. Pavorski Jewelers. Yes. Um, uh, you got to do it. Now that yeah. I've been... I've done it. I've done the thing.
1: I can now say I've done the thing. You on Saturday were alluding to some like secret engagement, which I was sitting here being like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that I'm doing this, but he sounds an
0: awful lot like he's talking about me. And you were not talking about me. I was not. Uh, I was not. I had no, I had no idea. A couple of people asked me. CJ asked me if the, it was not. That was 100% not it. It was someone not someone else. It. Might be CJ. Who knows? Might be CJ. Who knows? So L.L. Pavorsky Jewelers 215-627-2252 Lee at llpavorsky.com or right there in the chat. This uh, is a whole this whole episode is an ad. This is an he's ad. Been, he's been building to this. Yeah, so, he's
1: been building to it. And people have been asking me for a long time. And now we did it. And I went to LL and I love LL and you guys should go to LL too, because he's great. And he was a delight. All right. What was the story you wanted to tell? So the story is from, there's two stories. One of them I'll tell now is related to the proposal, a friend of the podcast, former guest on the podcast, Michael Weber, Mm -hmm. uh, wanted to get me, uh, the worst gift possible for it. So obviously he reached out to, uh, procure a Doug Collins cameo. um, that is awful. A terrible gift to wish us happiness in our new life and everything. And so he wrote this whole thing out to try to get it to him. And it was like, uh, my friends Mike and Alyssa are getting engaged. Mike's a huge Sixers fan. He grew up watching your Sixers teams. And he really feels like the spirit of those Sixers teams were... Uh, it is like sort of the guiding light of how he lives his life, and it's oh just like God. How you work so hard and 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 toughness and mo- and all that stuff, and he really tried to sugarcoat it and everything. And uh, Doug Collins uh, denied the request because Whoa! he because he knows that no one in the fucking world would yeah. live their life by Doug Collins's awful bullshit, horribly coached. Just ornery. No one likes each other. Terrible workplace Sixers teams that were going nowhere. He knows in his heart that it's a piece of shit. And thank you for rejecting it. Thank you for rejecting Michael Weber's money. Thank you for not making money off of my own engagement. You piece of shit. Doug Collins can
0: fuck himself. Wait a minute. That seems crazy that he would turn it down. The only... I'm trying to think how many cameos I've had turned down. One, I tried to get one. You remember when I got the one from the Locks and I think from Jaleel Okafor for Live Ricky? I requested one for Lisa Loeb, which she denied, which I respect. And then one for somebody who was on a different team. I forget who it was. It was a player on a different team, turned it down. But... There doesn't seem like any good reason why Doug Collins would turn this down. He, ha- he just has to know
1: that someone is fucking, me, fucking with me because I was such a terrible coach on that team. And that was such a miserable experience for everyone involved because largely because of my actions that this is, has to be a, a sort of prank. And I don't want to be part of a prank on myself. That has to be how he is thinking because he's bad. Bad job. But thank you for saying no. The best thing he's ever done, the best coaching decision
0: he's ever made is not accepting wow. this cameo. Well, Weber, you have one mission, and that is to find somebody worse than Doug Collins now to get it done. I mean, <laughs> Find that's... Doug
1: Collins in in the stands of a sporting event and come up to him and start threatening him and then getting kicked out
0: of that sporting event Kidnap the way he him. did with Adam Silver. It's bring him to Mike's wedding as your plus one. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Weber just doubles down on the Doug Collins thing <laughs> You look out to the crowd And sitting next to Weber Some shit-eating grim is Doug Collins Well, congratulations To you, to Alyssa, and to Doug Collins And of course, to the real winner in all of this The guy that just got a 15-minute commercial L.L. Pavorsky. It's Every all time. been built into this Congrats um, Well, what boy, what a, a weird pivot uh, To Before we get to the, the, the Ben stuff a, a very sad day in Sixers nation in the first thing that happened this off season that we all went, wow, that was unexpected. What a waste. Thought we'd do something with that was the George Hill, uh, non-guaranteed contract, which we just sort of let go or whatever. And yesterday something expired that we, uh, I, I guess they really had no choice given the situation that they're in, but Daryl Morey lets the Al Horford trade exception expire worth $8.3 million. We never used it. My assumption is is that you still have to send something with the trade exception. The trade exception is just really a cap thing. You still have to se- send something to get something, and he doesn't want to send anything in case he can needs to trade for somebody more important. It's just this off season, because of the Simmons thing, is just like so much wastefulness otherwise, seeing this just go unused kind of yeah for sure it's a little bit like you're on like a
1: like a liver transplant waiting list and you got all these like weird rashes that are just being ignored yeah because you're like well i'm not i'm really got to figure out this liver transplant thing before i can start to address these weird rashes and bumps and other i don't know sprained wrists or whatever but they're just like falling by the wayside my our hygiene is going away Nothing mm-hmm. good, but the but I two things. One, I don't think Tom Moore reported that the at least sourced someone in the Sixers front office that there was nothing worthwhile available, which I think is true. I, there wasn't. It's not like there was like a, a bevy of eight million dollar guys, especially since the Celtics traded for Juancho Herman, Hernan Gomez. There was just wasn't that many guys to be thrilled about at that level, um, and like you said would how much are we sending out in a trade when we might need every single um uh piece of the every furniture in the office to uh that's not nailed down to be thrown at portland if uh if a dame trade uh presents itself so why would you trade that so that's fine and also i would say that they already have as tom Moore also reported that they already have 15 players under roster spot um so it's not like you're there's no one that makes sense right now, prior to a Simmons trade, to kick off the roster to go get somebody else. Um, Just stinks. stinks. Yeah, it's it, it feels like a missed opportunity, but I get it. Under this circumstances. In- it's not that. it's We're starting to do, it's the sort of like a different version of it as we're waiting for this trade to happen. But like a little bit of the death by a thousand cuts, Brian Colangelo era. As it was like, well, we don't need that pick that much. Okay, I guess we don't need that pick that much. We still got plenty of those. Okay, that guy didn't develop. Okay, we're we're trading for veterans here and there. And it starts to just like add up over time. And with the George Hill thing, and now this thing, Danny at least stays, that's fine. Um, but it does start to feel like it's it is a factor. Not that there's any moves left to make in the offseason outside of a Ben trade, but it is a factor that just like we can't move on until this thing happens.
0: Yeah, yeah 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 it sucks the because the the george hill contract on some level sort of like a trade exception too you know what i mean like a a player that you weren't going to use and a 10 million dollar salary to get something back if you stick something valuable along with it but i i find it hard to believe that there aren't any players worth it but again you're still gonna have to trade something of value to get something of value back and i just don't think they can afford to do that right now. Like we don't want to be in a position where Lillard becomes available and we're one of those things like away from making the trade. Do you sure. know what I mean? Like that's, that's the one thing. So speaking of which, so there are a couple of, there's one or two Ben Simmons trade nuggets, I would say from reasonably sourced reporters um mark stein and and Brian winhorst who whispered and then was aggregated and then ricky o'donnell former of the of the rights to ricky sanchez ricky o'donnell put together nine ben simmons trades all incredibly realistic and i wanted to go through those and you know see which ones you like best but the first the source thing was the first one was Mark Stein says that Cleveland has stayed interested in Ben Simmons and made note of their signing of Laurie Markkinen, who becomes available for trade on October 27th, and that he could be, you know, part of a trade package. Now, I love Laurie Markkinen. I have since the, his rookie year, and I think I proclaimed him the best player in the draft. He has had a very up and down and mostly down career which is probably why the bulls just let him go i think he would be depending on the rest of the team and obviously harris there complicates things he would be a cool player next to Embiid in some way um you know he has a very quick trigger good shooter good offensive player um but really has to play the four would like garland like would you rather have garland or sexton if that would ended up being the deal like i love garland but sexton obviously more ready than garland is right now uh, i would i would rather have garland okay even even that he's even though he's less developed especially if you need him to be a playmaker garland's more of a point guard than than sexton is I yeah think.
1: i don't, i and we'll talk is cleveland on the list of the ricky things i don't actually no, that
0: that's why i was talking about it now the I I oh it was it was it was a different trade though didn't have mark in it it was garland isaac okoro ricky rubio and yeah kind
1: of a weird kind of a
0: weird option there but uh i think garland
1: is the better player than sexton i think he's a definitely a better shooter which you obviously would need in a backcourt with maxi it's a Mm -hmm. weird backcourt but i think an interesting one in a in a lowry van vliet type of way um and uh Sexton, Sexton is, is, is pretty derivative with Maxi. also not a, neither Garland or Sexton are incredible defenders. Um, but you can, you can start to, you can see Garland be like his shot, making ability and passing ability opens up the floor for a successful (laughs) offense in a way that the thing about Sexton is you start to look at him and be like, is that just a, uh, stats on a bad team type of player? Obviously he, racked up a ton of points like it's it's i think it's sometimes easy to dismiss that on on bad teams but like he's certainly proven himself capable but i think you hope for more in a in a venture so i i definitely would rather have garland both uh on, in the short term and the long term for this team
0: yeah garland a former number one youtube big board for me i love garland and i don't like sexton at all so but i do think not that i think sexton is a championship ready player but garland Still has a couple years to go, um, so it. Yeah, I mean, he's just I been think- injured
1: a lot. Like he's he just hasn't had logged that much that that many reps, um, yeah. in the sense of uh, of just like putting in time. But from there's there's enough sparks to see like what that guy could become. Markkinen, I think, is he's had a tough year. Like he's not a uh, he just hasn't proven himself a defensive player whatsoever. And offensively, he's really basically just like a a tall a taller, less good buddy healed um as a shooter um i I like the idea of of him a lot and i think if you put enough time in with him and put a guy possibly like ben simmons next to him as a as the four then maybe that's a four or five that eventually he can develop into um and you go like okay if your offense is friggin just naming a guy like jared allen or something it's interesting because they're both on the same team but that's the first thing i thought of but like if if, if Markkinen is good enough offensively and, and gets stronger and gets good enough defensively, which is, a, which is asking a lot, it's, it's not like he's knocking on the door of that. Then your, your weakness is like, okay, fine, go, go post up your middling center against Lauren Markkinen all day. And most centers in the league right now just aren't capable of doing that. But Markkinen also doesn't move his feet well. He also doesn't rebound that well um i think that they're i think he's a decent passer i think he's a a smart offensive player but he like is a little bit weak he doesn't go up strong he doesn't get to the line like it's he's really
0: just a shooter right now so i wouldn't be thrilled about it um i just watch him and feel like he's got game like that that's all i i know of Markinen. i just watch him and he feels like he can play ball um now are they winning a championship starting darius garland and larry Markinen? like no, not next year. so but I would love to market it on the team. I feel like I, I don't think he's a starter maybe or it depends on the rest of the team, but I think he would be he'd be a a cool guy to play in and be lineups. I, lo- I like marketing a lot. the the other piece of news before we get to Ricky O'Donnell's trades is uh, I mean, it's just more of the same stuff. this is amazing. It's gotten so ugly so quickly. is the quote is so amazing. Brian Winhorst on the jump was talking about the Ben Simmons situation and said that the message from the Simmons camp to the Sixers was, it's not Ben's job to raise his trade value.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's not as much of a burn as they think it is, for (laughs) sure.
0: (laughs) It's not our fault nobody wants to trade for him. Oh, boy. Okay. The rest of the trades. Now, I will say that these trades, and I think I think moc said it in our very rarely used slack one day is i used to send him simmons trades all the time and he's not a simmons guy but he would turn all of them down and almost all of them look like all of these ricky o'donnell trades yeah um the the first one is is like i i think i may have said lavert instead of warren but uh malcolm brogdon and tj warren and a Every time he says a pick, let's say a first-round pick. Malcolm, the Indiana Pacers send Malcolm Bro, And I don't know why the Pacers would do this, by the way, because Simmons with, uh, like, all of a sudden, Miles Turner and uh, what's the that, fuck? That's not a real team. Yeah, it would
1: require another trade. Basically.
0: Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren, first-round pick for Ben Simmons. Why don't you just uh, rate uh, it like a 1 to 10 with knowing what Simmons' value is right now or supposed value and what they want to do? I think this is probably, uh,
1: I think the trade itself is pretty good. I don't know how to describe, how to describe it as far as like, it's, I think it's, it's pretty good, but I also probably wouldn't want it if that makes sense. Like, I'm not denying that it is a pretty good trade. I think Brogdon is good, a a sub, a a slightly sub all-star level player. TJ Warren, obviously like completely roasted the Sixers. Uh, in a very notable way the first game in the bubble and if the Sixers acquired him would probably never make a shot again. He's coming back from significant injury and similar-ish guy to Tobias in that he's not a natural three-point shooter doesn't want to be taking threes wants to be playing in that mid-range a lot. It would convolute things a lot. Um, I think if Tobias wasn't on the team I would be more uh, prone to doing it um, and the pick is whatever it is which is fine ammo. Um, but it's the kind of thing... I'm I basically get, getting to a point with Simmons, as I'll probably answer with these questions a lot. I think this is a pretty good trade. I think if it was this or nothing, I would say yes to this. But I think the hope is that it's more. And you start to just be like, as as patient as Daryl can be, to, to get what is necessary to win a championship, you start to think, would this do it? And, and the answer is probably not.
0: I think this would make them... Better Like T.J. Warren, you know, it happened It happened toward us, but T.J. Warren is like gets buckets and like would be a, a nice player to have. Brogdon is, as many times as I've advocated for him, is not, is a good point guard, but is not like a primary ball handler point guard. Like you almost have to play with him in, with another guy who is a scorer, I think, to be a really, on a real winning team. Now, I think what this would do is, in the way that the Bucks have sort of doubled down on like Giannis and people around Giannis, uh, it, the Sixers would do that, I, but it, it also precludes them, and we don't know what the offers are, but this isn't strengthening any trade anywhere else. Though it is right. giving you two players who are tradable. I think any team could use Brogdon and any team could use Warren in that way. And if if the real value in getting Dame Lillard... Is all this other stuff that you're gonna trade, then maybe they're they're okay in that and that they are salary. but um, I would give it like a I would do it. I would it would be ultimately be a pretty impre- a depressing return for Simmons, I think, but you know this is like a a, a six or something. Um, yeah, I think it's a little higher than that
1: based on what else is there and based on what mm-hmm. a lot of these other trades suggest um, yeah. in this package. I think brogdon does he gets to the rim he is a fine if pretty uncreative passer he's big he's smart good locker room guy like tries or like has has all the intangibles that you want he's just like good he's just like wholly good across the across the court it's just like does he elevate you enough um and none of the answers and also both guys are pretty injury prone the reason brogdon fell to the second round is because of his mm-hmm. knees, and he's been good, but like some 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 ticking time bomb between those two guys.
0: The uh, Rice Ricky Sanchez podcast is brought to you by Big Barker Dog Beds. A uh, my my rebel I mentioned a few pods ago was rejecting the first dog walker and had pooped in the house when the dog walker arrived as sort of a protest and fear. We're on to dog walker number two, which mm-hmm. is dog walker's number one's boss, who. Yeah, dog walker number one, I know she was trying, but she was obviously terrified of the situation. This guy, not terrified of the situation. Uh, Rebel reacting a little bit better, so fingers crossed. And, and also, another dog thing, I got mauled by a dog earlier this week, bit many times on my legs. Wow. Tons of blood. I will tell that story blood. another time. Tons of blood. Yeah, it was awful. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. All, the, the one thing on my knee is pretty deep. Anyway. By and large, and funny, afterwards, I was not mad at the dog. I was mad at the owner. The dog, I I completely blame free. In any case, my fucking dog is laying on one of his two big barkers. Um, Big Barker is a sponsor of the Right's Ricky Sanchez, Providence Animal Center, Bark in the Park team. They're paying for the T-shirts. If your dog is a processed pup and we don't have them on the back of the shirt, let us know by Friday so we can get them on the back of the shirt. The uh, Big Barker paying for the Bark in the Park uh, t-shirts this year. Big Barker is the only real dog bed on the market. And I say that you're like, well, there's dog beds everywhere. Well, there are things that call themselves dog beds everywhere, but there's not actually real beds everywhere. And the Big Barker is a real bed. It supports your dog's joints, keeps your dog healthy, keeps your dog happy, keeps your dog more energetic for longer Um, you want your dog as they age to be a healthy dog and a Big Barker will do that. Go to bigbarker.com slash Ricky. That is bigbarker.com slash Ricky. You get the Big Barker dog bed with two processed pup patches, two of them, so your dog can be an official processed pup. All these claims I'm making, by the way, completely legitimized by Penn Vet, who did a study on big barkers and saw improvement in joint function, reduction in pain severity, reduction in joint stiffness, improvement in gait, and improvement in quality of life. All real things. 10-year warranty, the foam doesn't flatten or they replace it for free. One year at-home trial if uh, you don't like it, send it back. They'll give you a free refund and even pay for the shipping. Big Barker dog beds. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, what is our next trade? To the Spurs for DeJounte Murray, Derek White, and Devin Vassell and a pick. I think this is pretty good. I, It's another.
1: These are just like role player trades. Like Brogdon and uh, and Warren are like on a good year. They could make the all-star team in the in the right conference type of thing. These guys probably never will. And the Sixers as we've talked about are already like 13 guys deep. If you think Isaiah Joe deserves to play and you think Paul Reed deserves to get a shot and Shake, like that's that's a lot. Like we what do we need more of that for? And so I would really be requiring and this is what Daryl's asking for in the, in the Packers are talking about like four picks and or yeah. swaps. Yeah. And I think if you trade him for something that's not at least an all-star level player, you got to get a couple picks in there. And maybe that's why Daryl starting with four is, and he can go down to like two or three, then you can go like, okay, that's more manageable. You can stomach that. But like, these guys are good. They're good players. All three of these guys are good players. I, lo- I love Devin Visala. I would love to get a, to get him and, and have a, poss- a possibility of like a, you know, Mikhail Bridges type developmental player on our team. Derek White's awesome. Does a lot of similar things to sh- as Shake does. Um, but he's older. He's 27 already. Uh DeJounte Murray, excellent defensive point guard, one of the best defensive point guards in the league, gets gets to the rim, but like doesn't shoot well, doesn't have great touch, is was, you know, played a year before Markel Fultz has a kind of a similar game, only less smooth and with worse touch. So I like I like these guys. I think they're play I think there are many players for sure, but like how much does that raise the Sixers ceiling? And I think probably not much. I'd rather try to get like a a couple guys that can help now with a large collection of picks to try to flip some stuff into the next, whether it's Beal or or Dame or whoever. Um, I think those teams are more likely, it seems, to want to get a load of picks than uh, this sort of like square peg round hole that Simmons is.
0: Yeah, and I, a lot of people seem to be more impressed with Murray than I am when I watch him. I'm just not. It just doesn't do anything for me. But um and maybe he'll be good and better than uh, than I think, but he's just he's never impressed me that much. Um he's kind of like MCW but like
1: actually really good defensive player in a way that MCW kind of wasn't and just seemed like he would be
0: because of his build and the way it's sort of mm-hmm. the, the way MCW looked, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the Cleveland trade is Garland Okoro, and Rubio, which I you think- know yeah and a pick the the garland and rubio thing is like interesting i guess i i haven't watched enough isaac coro to know it's a it's a yeah i don't know it's okay
1: yeah i mean a like interesting body they have plant. they've you know works his ass off defensively ridiculous athlete was grew, grew up and and was like sort of the second guy to um uh sharif cooper uh they played on the same i think aau team um and you can certainly play. He's he's like a significantly more polished Zaire Smith with with better offensive uh, a starting point. But how much do you n- need that guy with Matisse Hardy on the floor? You can't really play those guys together. It's it's not doing a ton for me. Rubio has been on so many teams where he's just been like fine. Um, Garland yeah, Rubio yeah. is interesting, kind of, but I don't know. It's just. It's not, it's just, there's, the pickings are not thrilling. McCollum, Covington, and a pick for Simmons and Feibel. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's a weird trade, and I think the, the Blazers Edge guy is like, well, let's just trim the fat of this trade and, and keep Covington and keep uh, Matisse where they are. I think Simmons for CJ is lopsided in the sense that, like, both in a vacuum, I think CJ, or Simmons is better at more things, Um, and also CJ is better than Seth Curry, but similar and can't really play them with each other. I think Um, he's way better than Seth Curry though. I don't know that he's way better than Seth Curry. Mm. I think the reputation is for sure, but Seth played incredible basketball last year and especially into the playoffs. Obviously he got roasted defensively, but Seth has not proven like a strong defensive player either. And CJ's had a bunch of injuries and stuff to deal with. Um, so I I think if you can if you can hold out Portland long enough where you can get CJ and Covington for Ben, maybe for Ben and like Isaiah Joe or something like that, or a pick or whatever it is, then maybe you go like, okay, fair fair trade for everybody. Let's let's you know, Covington with Embiid is
0: obviously fun. And Covington right now is better than Thaible. If you're trying to win a championship right now, like like he, he just is. I mean, I mean, Thibel hopefully becomes a, the shooter that Covington is. Like just in terms of volume and um, you know high release, and like you can just mm-hmm. depend on him to do that. I think obviously Thybul's defensive upside is much higher, but Covington is a very strong defensive player. I just, it's a good trade. I think I I would if I'm trying to win a championship next year, I'd rather have Covington than Thybul. I, so I don't disagree
1: in a, in a vacuum. I don't think, I don't know that like Covington, Danny is, is a great fit since they do such similar things offensively with Tobias out there. I think because Matisse is a, uh, all defense player in his second year, I think if you're, if you decide, let's trade Matisse, you can get someone better than Covington. I think Covington's also expiring. Um, so, I just think like if you if if you're isolating it in that sense like you could someone would would pay a lot I think for Matisse because of how young and magnetic as of a player and a person that he is and also being like no no one makes all defense this early in their career and I think that you know he had a good showing in Australia and stuff I, I don't I don't disagree that Covington's a better offensive player right now um, defensively I think it's close depending on what you need from them um, I would obviously love to try Covington as a small ball five and kick under Drummond into the curb, but it doesn't seem like that would happen. So I don't know this is, that's like the, the CJ trade is like the most baseline, like, okay, okay, we're doing this. This is everyone move on, shake hands and, and move about the, go going about their life. But I think that if you want to try to Dame, then the the better and, and really position yourself to be a championship contender legitimate in the next three to five years for the next three to five years. Um, then I think helping Portland do that is, uh, or helping Portland move on from, you know, set up a better team around Dame or whatever, make it easier for Dame to stay, then becomes the like, you're cutting yourself off from a, from a high level, potentially available prospect eventually, even if he's not available today and we'll talk about it, but yeah.
0: Uh, boy, the next one, um, Steven Adams, Dylan Brooks, oh. D'Anthony Melton, plus the Jazz and Lakers 22 first-round picks for Sim. Right.
1: So, like, number, like, 25 and 28
0: uh, yeah.
1: in the draft. And Steven is Adams', Adams a no. corpse to play. I like Steven Adams as a person, but, like, to play next to Andre Drummond, who we have for a lot cheaper. Uh, I love – I like Dylan Brooks a lot. I love D'Anthony Melton. I love D'Anthony Melton, but, like – this is not the trade. This is not the trade. Yeah. This you is just it. hold, you hold on. I like the idea of Ben with Ja and Jaron Jackson. That's, that's very fun. Um, uh, especially as Desmond Bain in there. Like, I hope if I'm a Memphis fan, I'm like losing my mind, which obviously I am a part time Memphis fan, uh, as a member
0: of Draft Twitter. Um, but this is not something you'd be excited about as a Sixers fan. No. The next one is just like the a, another version of the same trade we've talked about a bazillion times. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jaden McDaniels, and a pick for Simmons, Theibel, and Joe. I just, I cannot imagine a world with D'Angelo Russell on the Sixers. He, he sucks. I Like, I know he'll have to be involved somehow if there's a trade with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But uh, somewhere else, I guess, I just, I don't. this isn't the one for me.
1: Yeah, the better, this is the kind of, Ideal trade I'm looking at, not with the Russell one. I wouldn't do it. I think he sucks. Um, and I think they want to keep Russell to pair him with Sim in between Simmons and, and Towns, which would be an ideal like shooting fit and everything. Um, and that's a fun team. I would love to see that team for them. Like D'Angelo with Anthony Edwards, who is awesome and very fun to root for, plus Ben and Cat. Like that's an interesting team uh, with maybe like, like, um, Josh Akogi in there as the, as another defensive two card, but I'm looking at it, like, give me Torian Prince, which he's allowed to be traded in a little bit, plus McDaniels and Beasley and probably Nas Reed also, who I like as a backup five, um, that can shoot finally. Um, and just every pick Minnesota has to offer and just go like, okay, you're not trading us your first, second or third best player in this trade. You're giving us Malik Beasley, who I really like a lot, um, and Jade McDaniels, who is a very interesting prospect and, and developmental and stuff, in the same way that Devin Vassell would be, and just like give us a ton of picks in there. And then you can flip those plus whatever pieces are here and do like a five or six pick trade for the next superstar that becomes available that would do it. That's, that's just what I'm starting to warm to. If it's not going to be Dame, and we can talk about the Dame post in a second, but if it's not going to be Dame, then the role player trades are just like tough for me and the non-player
0: what was the dame post
1: so dame posted on instagram um that he uh is like basically he's staying another year basically oh. like home, oh, well, home for stay. another season
0: um i'll find he, it i'll find it you he said back for
1: me. more hashtag rip city is my city and uh it's him like oh, high-fiving the, the fans as he's like walking to the through the tunnel Jeez, um it's not explicitly saying like i will not be asking for a trade or anything but that's wow it's close to that um Hold i don't on. know i don't know what they I don't want, want to see game. Zoe's newsletter tomorrow it's yeah for sure zo texted yeah. it to me by the way that's how uh, i, that's okay. how I <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah i mean like if, i don't think portland has had a great <laughs> off season that would be like if i'm dame like hell yeah i'm fucking staying sign me up again they just didn't have that Good of an he just wants that, to be there. He likes being there. Yeah, which I get it. Which I get. This is this yeah. is fine. And maybe he doesn't like yeah. Philadelphia enough, or maybe he thinks that like, he, he he's not the Knicks aren't good enough for him to like muscle his way there. If, he, if that's where he wants to go, whatever. But anyway, the dame the the other story is Dame's story, so I may as well tell it now. Um, okay. You want to go to a commercial? Or you want to do it now?
0: Yeah, that, that's that, That's a what a tease. The Dame story is coming. But Mike has a Dame story. He was at LL Pavorsky Drillers. Now, uh, the Rice right to Ricky Sanchez podcast is presented by Draft Kings Sportsbook. Before we get to their special, I thought I would check a check the team futures odds. The Sixers are plus eighteen hundred to win the title. The Nets plus two twenty. Lakers plus three eighty. And the Sixers are plus seven hundred to win the East. Still, Bucks plus three eighty. Nets plus one hundred five. Look, we love DraftKings Sportsbook. They we. They support us. We support them. Look, it's up there in the corner of the video. You can see it over there, right there. DraftKings Sportsbook, love them. NFL is here this weekend. Holy shit, live betting, football betting, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the start of the new NFL season, here's the special. Bet a dollar on any football game this weekend and get 200 bucks in free bets instantly, no matter what. You don't even have to win. So go sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet a dollar on anything and get two hundred bucks in free bets. All new customers, two hundred bucks in free bets instantly when they bet at least one dollar. Love DraftKings Sportsbook. Great app. Casino games on there too. I think they did like. Actually, I don't even want to talk about it because I. I don't know if they did it yet or not. Forget it. Casino games, blackjack, roulette, all that kind of stuff. Plus live betting. Uh, every sport love DraftKings Sportsbook. Also, it's here in the U.S., so it's safe, secure, reliable. Put your money in, get your money out quickly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code RTRS to receive two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a one dollar bet on any Week One game. That is promo code RTRS to get your two hundred dollars in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner to the NFL. Must be twenty one or older. New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Dame story. Let's go. All
1: right. So I got a text. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday from uh, former Ricky guest uh sixers fan philly fan uh doug Mand, who you might remember from oh, the, duty, yeah, the Co- duty calls with doug man podcast yes that uh, i laughed so hard on that podcast that very was very funny a lot yeah. of uh all the podcast they haven't done a podcast in a long time but the all the comedians came on their podcast on doug's podcast uh with his uh partner jack dolgen and did a lot of Oops, uh goodness. told their most embarrassing and most disgusting not usually disgusting more embarrassing uh shit stories um when they happened and at inopportune times and everything. So I highly recommend the podcast, even though Doug stopped doing the podcast before he could ask me on it, before I was important enough to be asked on the podcast. So that's fine. And he knows that I will hold that against him forever. Anyway, he texted me yesterday saying, Hey, I'm in Italy and who is, and I'm at a restaurant and who else is here within eyesight of me, but Damian Lillard. What
0: home.
1: What should I do? Uh, and so oh boy, he goes, I'm like, something. Do anything. And he's like, I might send over a bottle of champagne. And I'm like, great. He's like, what should I say with it? And I'm like, something like, uh, hey, big fan of yours, Philadelphia loves you from a Sixers fan who trusts your process or something like that. Oh, my that. God. Yeah. Something in that sense. And... He sends it over and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'll talk to him on the way out." Okay. He's like, he's really nervous. He's like, "I've never felt this way in my life before." I love Doug. Nervous guy. Um, gets gets sweaty pits um, and probably has having a shit attack as this is happening. And I'm like, "Okay, great." I'm in the writers' room, like trying to monitor when it's happening. He's very excited. He did it. He sends over the champagne. He watches Dame, receive the champagne. I'm like, "Cool." I don't hear from him for a little bit, and I'm like okay, so what did you, did you talk to him? Okay, no, he left and and he said, thanks for the champagne and then kept walking. And there were a bunch of like kids chasing after him. So he didn't want to say anything. I was like, okay, but you at least told him the like Sixers thing, the process thing that I I said. He's like, no, Uh, and I was like, okay. So you you just bought a very wealthy man, a bottle of champagne, $40 million this year. And he's like, yes. And but his his wife, Nicole, who's also a, a comedian and an actress, uh, she said, leave him said, no, but like we put it out into the universe that he like he knows it's from Philly. Like he knows it's from a Sixers fan. Yeah. He has to like feel that. And the universe yeah. will like answer that. No. And then fucking today he does the back for more Rip City is my city Instagram. So maybe he thought now, it was from a fucking Portland fan. He could have, it might have, he might have, he might have done that. So now, if Dame never gets straight to the Sixers, we can blame Doug. Uh, Doug knows this, that I will be pinning it all on him. He had it in his grasp. All he had to do was seal the deal, and he didn't do it. And so, Dame's having a lovely honeymoon uh, and not getting pressured to sign with the Sixers.
0: Ridiculous. Doug Manned is bad banned from the podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, unless he can he, look, Doug, I, I liked you. I thought your appearance was. Really, it doesn't get mentioned often because, like, like you know, people talk about the Embiid one or the Maury ones or whatever. It's a very funny appearance. I think you're a funny guy. You can make this right by finding Dame Lillard, buying him more champagne, getting the message to him and getting him here. But all of those things have to happen. Yeah, what possibly what? kidnapping. I wouldn't yeah. rule
1: out kidnapping that. Whatever what it takes. It's yeah. a fucking disaster. Yeah.
0: You can't let this opportunity slip through your grasp. Can't okay. do that. The next one is completely made up because the Heat are not trading for him. But Goran Dragic, OG Ananobi, Chris Boucher, and Malachi Flynn. Well, that's for... Toronto. What's that? That's Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Right. Um, why do I? Oh, because Goran Dragic was on the Heat, right? Yeah. But OG Ananobi was never on the Heat, and neither was Chris Boucher. Uh, Goran Dragic, uh, OG Ananobi, uh, Chris Boucher, Malachi Flynn for Simmons, Thibault, and Isaiah Joe. Um Gordon Dragic is pretty cooked, I think. Yeah. He's would be a an amazing player to play with Embiid at his best. Ananobi also would be a cool player with Embiid. I just not buying the Dragic thing at this point, I think. So I love
1: I love Ananobi. I've loved him for so long. I think his offensive game is really continues to get better in a way that I'm excited <laughs> to see what it looks like in the next year or two. That there's a chance that he just takes a big leap. Um, and he's like legitimately a one through five defender that I, that I believe in uh, Malachi Flynn is a young guy who I like from uh, San Diego state. And Chris Boucher is one of my favorite stretch fives in the league is a great shot blocker as well. I, I dying for Chris Boucher to be on the Sixers um, would have been nice him with Ben obviously would have been, would have been great, but they didn't, they didn't do that repeatedly. Um, I don't know. This is another like fine one it's like does it put you over the top if dragic has another like good year left in him i think i think maybe it's good enough with him plus ananobi plus like just defense and enough shooting to to make it happen with with boucher as a as like a better a much better fit than andre drummond um, maybe but it's it wouldn't be of these trades it's probably like my fourth fourth favorite because it's like if he's cooked, Boucher's fine, but Doc probably won't play him. Um, Malachi is similar to Maxi in some ways that he's like a pretty undersized or not undersized, but like one position defender point guard, tough, good shooter, um, can get into the lane, good floater game, that kind of thing, but not perfect with Maxi. So it's just like, really, are you just trading for Ananobi? Um and I love him, but it's, it's not it's not a ton that I'm thrilled Still about. Still
0: need a guard. Still need a guard. Um, to the Kings for Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald. Um, Man, fucking, just, fucking Kings
1: fans are yeah. like, well, I'd rather trade Marvin Bagley rotting fish corpse uh, on the side of the ocean, just like dying that no one wants him and he was a terrible pick right away and he's never been good uh, and he's expiring. I'd rather trade him and Buddy Heald and maybe a pick for Ben. I bet you would, Sacramento Kings fan. Um, I love Halliburton. I've loved Halliburton for a long time. Um, I think he is an excellent player. I think he's a good shooter. I think he's a genius level passer. I think he's just a winning type of player that is that is good and will continue to get better as a uh, as scoring for himself. But that's largely what they would really need from him now he would immediately become the Sixers best passer because outside of Ben they don't have much um and him and Maxi is a very fun sort of similar to to uh Fox and Fox and Halliburton this um, just ain't it this this trade isn't it I don't he's know. just like it doesn't it doesn't push it over the top yet he's gonna he's gonna keep getting better Halliburton's excellent but like
0: right now still has a long way to go I would I would want I would want Fox and then the final one only makes sense I I, I think if you're if you're moving these guys in another trade is Wiggins, Wiseman and Moody and a pick for Simmons. Just but.
1: disgusting. Like what a, what a joke. What like yeah. an embarrassing, what an embarrassing thought that the warriors are, are like, yeah, we do that. That'd be great. We're going to trade Wiseman who fucking blows. And if he was in the draft, this, if, if he, if he gets somehow redrafted right now, he would go like 28th, like, He's not good, and he now commands an expensive price tag because they took him second over Lamella, which is fucking dumb at the time, and it's dumb now. He might be playable eventually as just like a big rolling five, but he's not going to do much more than that, and you can get those guys for not that expensive and not that high of a price and not that uh, much of value where you're using a second overall pick on him. Moody I love. I think he's excellent, um, but obviously he'll take some time, and Wiggins isn't good. Like, he had a good season last year, but, like, what are we doing? No, like, we don't like Tobias Harris thinking about not taking threes. We're going to get Wiggins here. Come on. Joke. Yeah. It's not the trade. It's not the trade. So, so it just, we're just at the place where I'm just like, let's, let's just get... If, if it's not going to be Dame, and Portland's like, there's not a chance, and Dame is telling you, like, no, it's like, that door is completely closed, then I might just be like, let's trade him for a fuckload of picks. Maybe Malik Beasley. And... Um, find a way to be like we are going to pivot from here we're going to play the young guys with Embiid they're going to be they're going to have juice we're going to allow guys to get better and then we can package those things together with the picks to then trade for the next available star who wants to play for a winning team that's what everybody's been talking about like Derek's been talking about it uh, people ran about it on the Ricky site like the Sixers advantage is that they have championship potential if the next guy decides to come there unlike The other teams with several picks, whether it's Houston or Oklahoma City or New Orleans, depending on how much they still have, whatever Detroit, whoever it is. So if a team wants, if a player was like, hey, I want to leave this place to go play for a championship contender, Philadelphia would be the place they can do it where the package also makes sense. And so that's where we're at.
0: It's so depressing. And these fucking trades are just Jesus Christ. Sorry for taking the Lord's name in vain. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I just want this to be over. I just, I can't, I, I can't take any more stories from fucking. Yeah, I'm Prime ready for the, the whispering. Leaks to, the leaks to stop for sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's be, it's just let's do over it over and over again. Well, congratulations to one LL Pavorsky on. Oh, uh, I, I also have to say
1: oh, oh, yes yeah. to congrats to LL, but I would be remiss if I don't say um, Doogie Come Aloha MD is on Disney Plus as of tonight. Oh, wow. Um, I me and Pat wrote on that show and it's a delightful show and there's a lot of Philly references in it because Courtney, uh, is also from Philadelphia who created the show, Courtney Kang. And, uh, it's a delightful show. It's a family show you can watch it with your teenage kids. Um, it's very fun. Um, I don't know anything about the medical profession, so you can, uh, watch me guess, uh, as any, any script that I had my grubby little paws on is a lot of just making shit up about various well, ailments people don't know Then people yeah. don't know at all yeah they um but yeah it's all it's on disney plus it'll be it'll drop one episode a week and it's a delightful show and it's getting well reviewed um and hopefully we get a season two so i can keep working
0: and pay for a wedding come on there you go there you go um well as i was saying congrats to ll pavorsky on big day for uh, him finally roping a rights ricky sanchez member uh into buying the ring i've purchased you know like look again i'll 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 apologize again for not buying the ring from ella Pavorsky, but you are now the true ricky um ricky host for doing that so congratulations that's right and also to Mike, congrats to kyle, kyle Newback. also engaged also engaged yes uh did it in spain i apparently he went to book uh, John and Colleen's backyard was yeah, already taken. taken by you. Yeah, totally taken. Then Congratulations to Kyle. You. All right, we will talk to you, you this weekend. Me, Are you down with TTP? Then yeah. I won't you? Fuck with you no. Yeah. Yeah. Face. If you don't fuck with me, then, then I won't fuck with you. you.
1: If you don't fuck with me,
0: then, then I, 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 won't I won't fuck, fuck you. with you. But if you fuck with me. I'm gonna me. fucking kill you!